What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, you sick, twisted freak. Welcome to uh, Friday. Uh, we got a couple of good things to report. And uh, then I got a podcast with a presidential candidate that I think you should consider what he's saying. Um, it's, I mean, it's a good hour. If you've had a rough week, don't miss any of this. Because uh, some good eating and a good story, a good ending where justice was served. That doesn't happen very often in 60 seconds. First, time to get your house ready for spring and uh, an easy way and inexpensive way to really change up the look of your house is with Blinds.com. Blinds.com, I've been telling you about for years. They're amazing. It's the easiest way to get a job done. And I mean easy to the point where you can be sitting outside in a hammock and just like, yeah, I'm, I'm working, honey, I'm working with the people installing the blinds. And uh, it's that easy. Click of a button installation at checkout or you can do it yourself and there is only one set price so it doesn't matter if you're going to do the whole house do the whole house because when they're installing blinds doesn't matter how many windows they have to do it's one price blinds.com has uh has you covered 25 million windows they have uh they have covered now and you can rest easy with their 100 satisfaction guarantee no guesswork no hassle no multiple trips to the store uh, or multiple visits to your house. Blinds.com. Get your home ready for the spring today. Blinds.com. Save 45% off selected products. 45% off right now of selected products at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. It's Blinds.com. All right. So uh, I'm excited to talk to Joe Kennedy. I, Joe, when was the last time we spoke? It was before the decision, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was, uh, yeah, early last year. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Kennedy is the uh, high school assistant coach uh, from Bremerton High School. uh, And uh, that's up in Washington State. And and he was fired because he was praying. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't indoctrinating anybody. I mean, I love schools telling us about indoctrination. Um, but uh, he wasn't indoctrinating. He was just praying, and uh, they fired him for it, and he's fought for seven years, didn't you? Yeah, we're going into the ninth football season now. Jeez, jeez. So for seven years, he fought this, uh, and um, he won in the Supreme Court, and now you have your job back. And I'm, I'm really shocked, Joe, that you, you wanted your job back. Yeah, well, you know, that's a tough decision, but but it really is the principle of it. You know, um, they drug their feet and, you know, made this go on for so long that, you know, it's kind of the principle that I have to go back at least one more time to take one more knee on that 50-yard line and thank God for (laughs) everything we've been through. Yeah, so um, you're coming up now. This will be the next year because you didn't play with the team this year, did you? No, that yeah. is correct. Yeah, the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the reception been like? 
Well, I wish I could say it was all warm and fuzzy. Uh, some of the people that I've met um, that I, I used to know up at the school when I was doing my paperwork, they were very cordial, but kind of standoffish. Um, everybody else is like walking on eggshells. Uh, I wish it, they would just open their arms and say, hey, welcome back, Knight, and we could all just move on and, you know, focus on our football program. But, yeah, I haven't got that warm, fuzzy feeling yet. And why do you think that is? You know, I, I wish people could talk more often instead of just, you know, taking more combat. The superintendent and myself, we always said we were not going to take it personal. This was going to be something that was left up to the judges to figure out what our constitutional rights are. So him and I are great, but everybody else seemed to have just taken aside and digged their heels in and, and feel like they just lost something. And I'm like, you just gained your your First Amendment rights. You have more religious liberty. You have more freedom of, of speech now more than ever in your lifetime. So why aren't we all celebrating this? It's really crazy when the people win against the king. And the king is uh, uh, celebrated uh, and not the individual. It's, it is nuts. It's an upside-down world. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you got your job back. I just wanted to check in and just hear some good news um, and, uh, and wish you all the best of luck. But thanks for checking in with me, Joe. Hey, I really appreciate it, and uh, hopefully I'll get you a book here real soon and uh, have you sign it, buddy. Oh, yeah, anytime, anytime. Hey, Joe, let me ask you, um, the, um, uh, if you had to do it all over again, would you do it? Was it worth it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, going through it sucked, and, you know, I never want anybody or myself to go through something like it, but, you know, fighting for the First Amendment, some things are just absolutely 100% worth fighting for and i will take shots all day long for years the rest of my life just to make sure freedom is here in america yeah what's crazy is getting to know you you're not like a guy who can quote the bible and everything else you're (laughs) i mean you're you're like a normal person that just wanted to pray and uh found themselves in this hurricane it's crazy but glad you came out the other side absolutely crazy we're stronger because of you joey thank you thanks man you bet bye-bye uh it's great love that Mm -hmm. just love that you know but you know i mean you gotta have uh you know you gotta have freedom of speech (laughs) otherwise you won't be able to say things like this cut three please cut three was there any discussion in the White House about what the blowback would be for approving the Willow Oil Project? Because people have gotten quite upset about it. I think there's some protesters outside right now. Well, I think that the, the, the concerns are based on what we should all be concerned about. But the, the solutions have to be and include what we are doing in terms of going forward, in terms of investments. <laughs> what? She has a right to say it, Pat. <laughs> She has she a right to say it. It had nothing to do with reality. Yeah. That they but. had to because of law. Well, people are upset because of things we should be upset about. And, well, yeah, uh, then, that's true. You know, we got to take that into consideration and do the things that, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we all know we have to do. <laughs> so what? It, it's a lot like the fact that Ukraine is a country. Yeah, well, and Russia well, is another country. Funny that you should that's make, bigger. It's funny you should mention that uh, <laughs> during your interview um, uh, with uh, Stephen Colbert. She's asked about her job, and uh, mm-hmm. here's what she says. Well, Go. I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. 
Wow. Didn't know that. Didn't know that. No, I know. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly New information. Right. And, and was vice president, right? Does that affect so, it? Does, does, wow. does he understand what he it's like to does. be a vice president? He does. Wow. That wow. is amazing. Powerful, wasn't it? So what I learned there is our president yeah. is Joe Biden. Yes. And he used to be our vice president. Correct. Right. But the question was, what, 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 what do you do as vice president? <laughs> that was the question. It was the question. But, uh, but I think her answer covered it. And she has a right <laughs> to say it, Pat. She does. She has a right to say it. Yeah, she does. You know who doesn't have a right uh, would be, well, people like you. Well. Evil conservatives. Yeah. Um, here's Eric Swalwell uh, on uh, the Republicans. Violent Republican rhetoric has put a target on the backs of all law enforcement. And I say that with concern uh, with two brothers who uh, serve as police officers and, and walk the beat every day. Mm. Because uh, if you're hearing, you know, defund the FBI and, and that the FBI was responsible for a false flag operation, uh, you don't distinguish between an FBI special agent and, you know, a police officer in your community. You just you're consider right. it as law enforcement mm. and the quote-unquote <laughs> deep state. Yeah. And, and so that's yeah, why that's true. we saw the yeah. attack that we did true. Uh, at the FBI yeah. field office. And we're going to continue yep. to see mm-hmm. attacks on law enforcement until this violent rhetoric uh, is disowned, mm-hmm. disabused, uh, and discredited by oh Speaker God. McCarthy and so, those at the top. Okay, so this is, this is the new tactic. Um, and Joe Biden's been wow. doing it for a while, but he's yeah, just he so bad. What he's doing is they are taking the... Anger that people have about, you know, defunding the police and and the and the horrific situation that they themselves caused Mm -hmm. and conservatives and Republicans stood against. uh, And they're tying that now directly to the FBI. Those are two completely different agencies. Yeah, but people can't differentiate between the FBI and your local police department. They just—they don't have the capability of doing I'm that. I'm pretty sure that's really? not true. Huh? Pretty sure that's not true. But notice what they're doing. This is this is killing two birds with one stone. They are making you into a dangerous conspiracy theorist if you question the FBI. It's the same thing over and over with them. The same thing. It's always you're a danger. You're a racist. You're a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is what's going on? When it was the cops, you were a racist. You were a conservative racist that just didn't care about people. You knew that there were deep systemic problems and you would do nothing about it. And now you're attacking the FBI, one of our most Hallowed, hallowed institutions of all time. Why are you doing that? You're doing it because you hate the cops and wanted to defund the cops the whole time. And this is just your next phase. Oh, my gosh. It's incredible. It is really from, from the people who are actually bailing out some of the people who are attacking police. Yeah. Back in 2020. No, I don't. No, I don't know if that's entirely true. I mean, like who could have, I don't know, uh, Kamala Harris, (laughs) for instance. 
Well, uh, she had to do incredible. what she. I mean, she understands people who are again. Your concerns are her concerns, but right. You know, you know what needs to be done, and she knows what needs to be done, and so she's doing those things, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one last, uh, here is, uh, the latest from the man who, for some reason, MSNBC still thinks America wants to hear from Anthony Fauci. How long in the future will we be getting booster shots? You know, we don't know definitively the answer to that, but it is likely that this thing is not going to disappear. It's not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated. So it's going to be around you know, mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future. So it is likely that we will require an intermittent, likely at the same time as we get a flu vaccine, at least once a year, very similar to what we do to keep updated on our immunity against mm-hmm. influenza. Right. It is very likely that the similar situation mm-hmm. we'll be experiencing mm-hmm. with COVID, namely mm-hmm. getting a booster shot once a year, Probably at the same time okay, as we get this guy's and, no longer in government and MSNBC mm-hmm. still thinks he has credibility to come on the air. That is that's in itself nuts. But especially if you tie it to what's happening in uh, in Congress and the president, he may veto this bill for disclosing the origins. Now, I've been asking myself, why all of a sudden is the federal government willing to come out and say, yeah, we're pretty sure it did come from China? Wait a minute. What? That was racist to say that. How, why are you reversing yourselves suddenly? I believe this is FDR's, you know, we just really need to keep an eye on those Japanese. You know, those Japanese out in the Pacific Northwest and California, we should keep our eye on those guys. I mean, they're good Americans. Good but, Americans, uh, but they sure, belong we behind barbed wire. Let's, let's look at that for a while. I think this is our administration mm-hmm. preparing you for war, to hate the enemy. I really think that, because that's what we're doing with Russia. You gotta hate him. You gotta hate him. And if you don't hate him, well, then you are anti-American. You are just, you, oh, you're pro, you're so, you're for Putin, huh? Oh, so you're for the concentration camps in China, huh? Wait, what? All kinds of games are being played right now. Back in just a second. Real estate agents I trust. Um, team leader, closer, expert, somebody who can get the job done. These are the people that we look for. Somebody who could come in and make the deal. It's the real estate agents. I trust.com roll call. I mean, everybody we, we work with is a closer, is a team leader, is an expert. They're the people who have the experience to get your whole, your home sold fast and for the most amount of money. When it comes time for you to buy or sell a house or both, these are the people that you want to work with. Most of them are fans of this program, so you have a lot to talk about, even when, when you're not going over the best ways to get your home where it needs to be to sell. Uh, you can find that perfect place that has your name written all over it. They will help you every step of the way. Reach out today. You'll see what I mean. Interview them for yourself. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a referral service for you. 
and you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're buying or where you're selling or both, and we'll help you find the right real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10-second station ID. You know, there's a couple of things um, that uh, I want you to know about. The First of all, the um, podcast that comes out tomorrow with Vivek Ramaswamy is really, really good. And if you missed Rick DeSantis last week on our podcast, go back and – or sorry, Ron DeSantis. I, you know, mm. I haven't said that in months. Uh, Ron <laughs> DeSantis, um, you make sure you get the podcast from last week. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy also uh, – or I shouldn't say also because Ron's not running yet – um, but uh, Vivek is running for president, and I want to, I want to just see if this sounds refreshing. Hearing this from quote a politician, a guy who's really not, but wants to be president. Listen to him. Cut eleven on securing our border. That's the phone call to President Obrador. Actually, it'll probably be a new president by January 2025. But the president of Mexico, which is the same thing, okay, for a fraction. And, and by the way, when I say fraction, I mean tiny fraction of what we are spending protecting somebody else's border on the other side of the world, we could actually not only protect our own border, but actually have a proper use case for the U.S. military to decimate the cartels. And I think that phone call is, again, a promise. It is a promise to say that for a fraction of what the last guy spent in in God knows where in Ukraine, for a fraction of that, we can help you and arm you to decimate the cartels. I know they're your sugar daddy. There's a new daddy in town. We're going to help you solve this problem. And if you don't, we'll solve I'll make it. a promise. We're going to solve it for you. We're going to solve it for us. Because that's what's resulting in eighty to 100,000 mm-hmm. fentanyl-related deaths per year, not to mention the homelessness crisis, not to mention actually even the violence increasingly on our side of the border from your failed narco state on the other side of the Rio Grande. And if there's one job for the U.S. military, we believe it is to actually protect our own soil. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. That's not a threat. That's a promise. So I think that we need some. we need leadership that takes that national identity. You can only do that if you're standing on strong footing and believing in your nation, the ideals that your nation stands for, both to the rest of the world and even to human history and posterity. But if we're doing that, that's what we're protecting. We can declare independence from China. We can actually protect who would have ever thought our own border with our own military. And I do believe that is a top use case for the U.S. military. Me nice. too. Me too. Did you see what Texas did with the, uh, yeah. the new fentanyl law? Have they passed it yet, or was it proposed? So far, I think it's proposed. Proposed. They're proposing now in Texas that uh, if you sell a gram, I think, of fentanyl, and somebody dies, you're going to be held for murder. And I think that's great. I think it's Maybe great. Maybe a slight deterrent? Yeah. Perhaps. I think, I think it should just be yeah. if you sell fentanyl. I don't care how much you have on you. You're selling fentanyl? Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. I mean, there's no we don't know what's in this fentanyl. The thing, if you've never taken fentanyl, go back and look online YouTube. I think I was on ABC's Good Morning America and uh, I had just had surgery and I said, I, I feel like the doctors were trying to kill me almost. And I explained that my my doctor, who was not the one that had to perform the surgery or was involved at all. He said to me afterwards, he said, what did they give you? And I told them and they made this cocktail and it was based a lot of it based on fentanyl. I didn't even know what fentanyl was at the time. 
It mm. says on the box for end, end of, of life. life use only. Mm-hmm. It is so addictive. Within two days, I was absolutely addicted to that stuff. It is so powerful and it will kill you easily. It says on the box, you have to put a fentanyl patch on. If you, if you touch the patch and you're putting it onto somebody and you're rubbing against it, you could accidentally take too much of it and it can kill you through your fingertips. That's how deadly this stuff is. Something like a thousand or 10,000 times more powerful than morphine. Yeah, I think it's 10,000 times. So it's, it's a lot. It, what did they say? 400, hmm. 400 pounds of it could kill every man, woman, and child in the United States of America. Mm. And, we're, and we're finding hundreds of pounds coming in. Mm-hmm. And those people should go to prison for murder. And in fact, in Texas might be the one to do it. You know, you're selling fentanyl. You know, I'm for the death penalty. Maybe through fentanyl. Uh, it's a nice way to go, I hear. Uh, it, uh, enough is enough. And Texas, I think, is starting to uh, stand up in the latest session. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have been honoring America's heroes, doing good in their world ever since 9-11. If you've not heard of them, they're an organization that provides mortgage-free homes to families of fallen and severely injured veterans and first responders. This year alone, they're going to be taking care of hundreds of Gold Star and fallen uh, uh, first responder families and providing them with homes. It was over 500 last year. It's going to be more this year. On Memorial Day, all the brave men and women lost since 9-11 in the War of Terror had their names read aloud in the Tunnel to Towers ceremony in our nation's capital. And through the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, the foundation is educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. They are not learning about it in school. How can we forget this quickly? Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Help America never forget its greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Tunnel to Towers. Well worth your time and money. Glenn, Stu, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code will not be censored. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, yesterday, uh, we had Missy Robinson on, uh, and she was talking about something that sh- she had uh, experienced in Tennessee. And she mentioned that Riley Gaines was there. Uh, and this is the um, uh, this is the 12-time NCAA All-American swimmer who's been speaking out against, you know, guys competing as women in women's sports, it's just it's ridiculous what we're doing to women in the name of women. We're letting guys swim. It's just insanity anyway. Um, and I was thinking about Riley and I don't know if we've ever had her on. Riley, are you there? 
I'm here. How you doing, Glenn? Very good. Have I ever had you on? No, you oh. haven't actually. Jeez, I don't know why. Um, I just wanted to. I just I wanted some good news at the end of the week, and some people who are standing up and uh, and you were brought up yesterday, and I thought I, I wanted to just say thank you to you, Riley. Well, you know what's actually so funny is it's um it's been one year exactly since Leah Thomas competed against the women at our NCAA championships, and so this week I'm actually at the NCAA championships watching. Um, my teammates, my old teammates and stuff. And let me tell you, I have had so many female swimmers, parents, coaches come up to me and say the exact same thing, which I think is really important because it shows how the true majority of people, especially the ones who are directly impacted, feel about this. So I, I'm so grateful. It's so crazy that it requires courage to yeah, I know. speak up about this insanity, but I appreciate your thing. Well, so let me ask you, um, where are these people? Because I am convinced every day that people know the truth. They know they may not, you know, they, they may not be right on the truth, but pretty much our common sense gut is pretty good. And this stuff that's going on in almost all fronts, people are not for, but they won't say anything. Absolutely. People are scared. Um, coming from my experience and talking to other athletes, again, who were directly impacted, their universities, the links these universities are going to silence their voices. It's actually really scary. Um, uh, how are they America, doing it? Well, based off my conversations with Leah Thomas's teammates, who dealt with this every day, um, when they were concerned about sharing a locker room with someone who possessed and was exposing male genitalia. And they sent an email to their school, you know, expressing their concern. Their administration responded back with, if you feel uncomfortable seeing male genitalia, here are some counseling resources that you should seek. They were forced to go to mandatory LGBTQ meetings every Mm. week. They were told that their school, that they were not allowed to, to use their voice because their school has already taken their stance for them. They were told that they were, responsible if any harm comes towards Leah Thomas's way. And so they're emotionally blackmailing and threatening and intimidating their swimmers, um, which is, which, like I said, it, it's terrifying. Um, this is a country that thrives because we have so many freedoms, one of which being the freedom of speech. And we, I'm seeing that being taken away from these swimmers, from the parents, from people within the administration, from medical professionals, even. Oh, I know. Um, that's terrifying. The medical professionals that are being silenced now, it's absolutely horrifying what is going to happen. That is that is the way to get groupthink uh, in your medical profession. And when groupthink happens, we've seen it happen uh, in the past before, and it never leads to anything but nightmares. No, you're 100% right. It's almost as if I feel like we're living in this George Orwell dystopian novel where they're trying to make us say two plus two is five, but Hmm. we know two plus two is not five, but yet we have a sitting Supreme court justice who can't even say what a woman is um, (laughs) because she's not a biologist, but guess what? Neither am I, neither are you, but we still know what a woman is. We know what womanhood entails. We know the differences between men and women and to deny that is denying science it's denying common sense and logic and all the things so how do you feel about 
um, I think it wasn't it a Catholic school where uh, they said they didn't want to be in a in a locker room with uh, boys, and so they the game was canceled, and now they're they're not allowed to compete. Right, that right there shows you why more people aren't speaking up because this this team they were very straightforward about how this goes against what they think the women's sporting category was created for, and now they're barred from other competitions. But um, There's another girl in Vermont, actually, who spoke out. She's 14. She's in high school. Same thing. She had a transgender individual on her volleyball team, and she spoke out, and she was immediately suspended from her high school. Her dad was immediately fired from his job. Um, they tried to force her to write an apology to allow her back into school, to which she refused, and then announced, of course, she's filing a lawsuit to which the school quickly let her back in. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I have to tell you, um, uh, Riley, you, you don't know this um, now, but you're young enough to where you will live to the other side of this. Um, you, you and people like you are going to be remembered as real heroes in this time. Uh, well, and depending on how it goes, um, how bad it has to get before we wake up, the, the bigger of the statue they'll make of people like you. But it happens every time you you hold to your values while the country loses its mind and goes over a cliff. It eventually comes back. And it's usually not in in that person's lifetime, um, but uh, they are remembered Absolutely. as leaders. And well, I think what you said is perfect. A perfect analogy of what's happening is, is we've swung too far. The pendulum, we have far exceeded what is sane. Um, and I believe we're in the process of hopefully restoring that pendulum to normalcy. Um, but I get told all the time, you know, you will be on the wrong side of history because <laughs> you're not inclusive. You're not being kind. But guess what? Affirming these people, um, these, these males who want to identify as women and infiltrate into our one sex protected spaces that is not kind and that is not inclusive um we are not helping these individuals we are harming them with women being the collateral damage in the process big time so if you had advice to give to somebody to stand up because uh, i you know i if i were leading a uh, if i were a coach i'd be a very bad coach but if i if i were a coach i would um i, I would make the case girls this is much more important than any award we could ever win. Hundred um, percent. What? What is? What would you? What advice would you give to uh, you know anybody who is in this situation and not speaking out? First and foremost, I think it's crucial that parents, coaches, the people who are supposed to be protecting us. Um, even me, last year in the situation, I was twenty-one when all this happened. I was adult, an adult, but I felt like someone was supposed to be protecting us, in which there were. You know, like I said, parents, coaches, people within the NCAA, these are the people who need to use their voice. Um, then, of course, it comes to the female athletes, just like you said, and it took me a while to realize this. There is so much at stake when we're denying the sheer essence of humanity, man and woman. We have got to be willing to stand firm and what that is and what our differences are and how we deserve to be recognized and celebrated. Because when we allow one man, one man into our spaces, 
this is a slippery slope. It's only a matter of time before one male national champion becomes three and then five and so on and so forth. And people will take advantage of the system that we have in place. It's happening in prisons. Um, just in mm-hmm. California in the recent weeks, there's been 1,200 men applied to be in women's prisons because, of course, you get to be housed with women. And these women or these men are convicted of heinous things like rape and child pornography and kidnapping. But yet they're going to live with women because they say they are one. We have to be bold. We have to stand true. We have to stay educated on the topic. And I hate saying that because it makes me sound like some sort of advocate or activist. Um, But it's important. We have to know that this is happening to believe the the narrative that this is a non-issue. That cannot be further from the truth. I could list off examples for the next hour of the radio show, but I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to bore you guys. Um, But it's important to stay educated and to, Use your voice, be bold, stand firm in your values, because like I said previously, this is the majority who feels the exact way I'm speaking. Riley, um, I don't know if you know this, but I collect history and um, uh, I've learned one thing, and that is there's been people in my life uh, during during my life that have done remarkable things. And I have missed the opportunity to record uh, that. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to miss those. You are one of those people, I think, that are important to our history. Um, I would love for you to, if you could, just even a page, uh, just hand write out your thoughts of why you stood and what you were standing for. Um, so I could, I could include it in our museum. And I'd love to have you come down at some point and do a, a, a podcast with me. You're great. Well, that sounds absolutely incredible and i would be up for that anytime and i I really appreciate you having me on and just continuing to shed light on this really important and detrimental issue riley thank you god bless Mm. yes thanks you bet she's she's amazing awesome amazing okay in january i told you that the u.s breached our debt ceiling eight months ahead of schedule fast forward to today Zero progress has been made by the Biden administration in negotiating a meaningful increase. In fact, they've managed to go backwards. We are now looking at a Biden budget of almost seven trillion dollars. <sighs> Business Insider put out a great report recently. Uh, you'll find it on the Goldline website at goldline.com. Deal of the week page says debt default could happen as soon as July. And if so, the country could face the biggest financial crisis in history. We are talking about a stock market crash. We're talking about failures. And it's none of it is none of this stuff is real. We could pay our debts. But the game that Washington plays will screw it all up. Today is the last day that Goldline is offering for free 150 of the original one ounce copper great seal rounds for every qualifying order of $5 gold Liberty or Indian coins that you acquire. You can buy a box of Indians or Liberty coins in tubes or boxes of 20. Ask Goldline about the difference. You're going you're gonna to get a buttload of free copper as well as just a thank you for supporting the program. Call 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. Please, please call Goldline and just find out if it's right for you or your family. Call 866-GOLDLINE. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program.
Hey, let me just sweep up on a couple of things that are breaking now. Uh, first of all, the uh, International Criminal Court has just issued a warrant for the arrest of Vladimir Putin for war crimes. Uh, war crimes that uh, our Pentagon said we, they don't, won't testify uh, about at all. You know, which is the response I would expect after you've blown up the Nord Stream pipeline. Um <laughs> But uh, so that's happening. That means he can't leave. Jason Buttrill is with us. That means he can't leave Russia now, right? Technically. But like, this seems kind of symbolic to me, right? Because, I mean, let's say he travels to Latvia. Are the Latvian police are going to do an armed takedown of the president of Russia to arrest <laughs> him for the bad. ICC? This isn't going to ah. help things. Uh, also, on the Hunter Biden story, I was telling you today, we have to look into the energy company. Um, and as our chief researcher, you did some work today and you found that this uh, this holdings company or this energy company is connected to. So largely the CEFC bank, which is now bankrupt. It went out, I think, in 2020. But this is the big bank that I think it's the, the no, not, I'm sorry, not bank, but they're the biggest private energy company or were in China. But it's also where we heard from them was this is where that email from the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop came out that said, you know, 10 for the big guy. Oh, it came from that bank? That deal. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So this other company that just distributed all that money or they, the House Oversight Committee mm. outed, um, they were like, like kind of like a subsidiary to, to them is, is what wow. it's is looking like. Okay. So we'll have more on that on Monday. And uh, Hunter Biden just sued the computer shop owner for interesting timing yeah 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 <laughs> i mean for the hacked computer that the uh no the one he left the russians yeah. uh, no 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 hmm. not that one that no that one that that one doesn't exist huh yeah no why this is sue? the real one why would you sue over russian disinformation yeah, yeah why would you well That's now he's insane. saying it now he's saying it's uh for privacy violation of his privacy oh so it was mm. his okay yeah Got so it, it was mm. definitely his Hmm. But uh, we're just going to have to dismiss it now. Don't pay attention to hmm. all the things that are now out. He's going to sue the guy. And so that way, if he wins, it, it, you know, he, it, you won't be able to use any of that in court. I think they're getting close. I really do. This oh, is, I think they're very close. Who is on that disperse that sheet? Quote Biden. Everyone else is named. We can identify every other single person that got money. But the one that just says to Biden. Well, Pat and I were talking about this off air earlier. We think it could be Ashley Biden, yeah, right? The daughter. The daughter. The one mm -hmm. whose diary was mm -hmm. was taken, you know, and mm -hmm. said, you know, something happened with me and dad when I was young in the shower. Mm -hmm. We think it might just be a million dollar payoff for Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> keep your mouth shut keep your mouth shut it's so funny the white house was like they responded like i guess a year ago to the times and said this is a private citizen doing business and how dare they and everything was legitimate and by the book now maybe i'm, I'm not a businessman <laughs> right <laughs> but if i don't if, if i if i want to hide something you know i don't want people to know i just like have this subsidiary company send funds to a lawyer who then waits a couple months until after I'm not in position anymore, then just scatters all the money between my family members. But totally not for me. But, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. you know, the second right, cousin right. that lives in Virginia, right. uh -huh. go ahead and give that person 20 grand, too. What's crazy you know? is, again, they always self-diagnose. Whatever they said Trump mm -hmm. was doing, it turns out they were doing. Yeah. Turns out they were doing. Mm -hmm. 
anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, tomorrow, another great podcast that you don't want to miss. We'll see you back here Monday. God bless. The Glenn Beck Program.